What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Brady Senior, man. Give me the arm of your news at the dark. Just want to kind of run through a few things real quick for the season. Looks like the NFL playoffs is um, almost about to start. We got about maybe a couple weeks left. Uh, so we're going to talk about the uh, the playoff bracket, probably look at some, uh, some injuries, some re-signings, may even deep dive into um, game of the week. But other than that, man, we're just trying to get you hyped and locked in, ready to go for the Press Pass Live hosted by Nate. But we'll be right back after this. Peace. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the OMFL News After Dark. It's your boy, Brady Senior, man. We're getting ready to go through these standings real quick. Let's look at the AFC side of current, possibly, playoff teams. Of course, you have the Chiefs at the one seed, uh, the Titans at the two, Browns uh, listed per standings at the uh, three, then you have the Patriots at the four, then you have wildcard team number, uh, then, of course, you have uh, the Dolphins, at five, Steelers at six, and the Jags at seven. But uh, the biggest thing right now coming out of the standings is you also have on the bubble, you have the Chargers and the Jets are still alive for possibly a postseason run. Um, but uh, that's what we have as of right now on that side. And then when I look at the uh, NFC side, of course, uh, it's a two-way tie between the Cardinals and the Cowboys at the top. Then you uh, follow by the um, Falcons, the Giants, the Lions. Uh, then, of course, you have the football team. And then, of course, the Buccaneers. But then you also have on the cusp, still have the Saints right there on uh, right there on the bubble. And then, of course, the Seahawks to finish that out. Let me know who you think will uh, squeak in or who will, uh, you know, be left out watching the action. Um, getting ready for that on the draft. Peace. Alright man, welcome back, welcome back. It's your boy Brady Senior man. Give me the OMFL News at the dark. And uh looking at the game of the week, it's slated for the Chiefs and the Cardinals. It looks like you have two of the top teams and possibly even a Super Bowl preview. Chiefs um you know go to uh Arizona in this battle this week. And um after looking at Daddy Leagues, man, um it's it's almost too close to call because even Daddy Leagues itself had the game as a 25 to 25 tie. Um, but we know how good the offense is out there in Kansas City. But we also know how t- uh, tried and true the um, the GOAT of the OMFL is in uh, D-Money. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know, you know, which way to go on this one. So we're going to leave it uh, to you guys in the chat. Uh, let me know who you think is going to, you know, secure the video, uh, the win this week. If I had to, you know, bet my money to be on the Chiefs offense um, overtaking um, the Cardinals' uh, defense abilities. But, man, 
we'll just have to see. We'll just have to see. Peace, y'all. Quicksilver card is simple. No need for a whole song and dance. Don't be sad. With Quicksilver, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back. What's good, everybody? Man, it's your boy Brady Senior, man. Giving you the Armafield News at the Dark. We're on a move right now. Um, we're on a move right now, going to a different room. Looks like my son is playing him a little bit of Fortnite. Say what's good, everybody. Uh, well, he just had to say hi. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, so uh, just to kind of get you guys up to speed, man, uh, there was a, you know, kind of an announcement just made about NCAA, uh, you know, or not NCAA, but college football coming back to the, uh, you know, coming back to the scene. And uh, there was, a, there was a, you know, some interesting, uh, you know, dialogue going on in the chat, you know, talking about, you know, Oh man, you know, uh, the end of the league, you know, with that news coming out, you know, that's the end of the NFL. Look, look, let's let's quit it with all the negativity, man. At the end of the day, look, if a new game comes out, a new game comes out. If people want to roll, people gonna roll. But at the end of the day, man, it ain't our place to it ain't our place to, you know, put in any any type of dialogue that's gonna be, you know, I guess you could say, not necessarily threatening, but you know, just persuasive in a way to where you you're saying like it's, it's either this it's either this way or the highway like we, we already get it you know what i mean but at the end of the day man you you know we, we just here you know to keep the community strong you know keep the games going keep the league going and should ncaa come out at the end of the day if somebody's gonna play a different game it's no difference than if it's another league so i mean hey where it would be awesome to have, you know, college sport back. It might not even be what we need it to be right away. It'll probably take time for it to get to where it needs to be. But I mean, man, it still would be hella fun to finally get our hands on a new college football game after so long. I'm just saying. Whatever though. <laughs> What's good, everybody, man? It's your boy, Brady Senior, man. If you made it this far, hit the like, hit the subscribe, and damn sure share on all social media platforms. So that way you can actually be in the know on everything OMFL and also grown folk community. I mean, hey, man, we got the Madden Leagues, the Golf Leagues. We got the Shooting Clans. I mean, man, we got a little bit of everything for everybody. So, man, you know, get over, check us out at the Grown Folk OC website. And uh, I'm pretty sure there'll be a link in the uh, description underneath this video that you're watching as we get ready to segue over to the Press Pass Live. But hey, I'm just your boy Brady. Peace.
What's good, everybody, man? It's your boy, Brady Senior, giving you the OMFL news after dark, man. We're about to get up out of here, but I just thought I'd you know, come over and look at the um, current 2022 annual award nominees. And right now, MVP is slotted for Dwayne Haskins. Um, he's leading all, but uh, he's followed by um, Prescott for the Giants and Elliott for the Cowboys. Over for the coach of the year, you have, of course, uh, you know, Gonzalez for the Chiefs. Then you have D Money uh, follow uh, and you know following him, and then of course in the third spot you have Mr. Scott D Wayne <laughs> D Wayne up there uh, as the uh, third person up for Coach of the Year. Then over on the um, offensive side for the uh, Offensive Player of the Year for AFC you have Matt uh, Rita, followed by Eckler at number two, Mahomes at number three. Then at defense, you have Buckner. Um, he leads everybody, but he's followed by Harrison at two for the Browns and Dorsett at the Ravens. Then, of course, you have offensive rookie Hendricks. Uh, he is uh, leading all offensive rookies. Defensive rookie is uh, leader is Lionel Johnson for the Browns. Uh, best QB uh, looks like it's Mahomes out there in the Chiefs. Best running back is Breida. Um, and then uh, you have wide receiver is uh, Keenan Allen. Then you have offensive line is um, Mitchell Schwartz out there in the Chiefs. Defensive line, you have uh, Buckner out there in the Colts. Linebacker, you have um, Miller at the Titans. And then uh, DBs, you have um, Tyron Matthew out there in the Chiefs. Then, of course, kicker is um, Butker. I don't know if I like that name or not. <laughs> But uh, that's the uh, AFC side. And then try to rattle off this NFC side real quick here, man. You got Cole Hardman, uh, the Giants, Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year. You have Daniel Hunter out there in the Giants. Offensive Rookie, you have TJ Beasley, the Cowboys. Um, Defensive Rookie of the Year, you have Underwood, uh, the football team. Uh, Of course, you have best quarterback, you have Haskins for the football team. Best running back is Elliott. The Cowboys wide receiver, of course, is Hardman from the Giants. Um, best old lineman is Ramsky. Ramchick. I think I said it. I think I got it for the Saints. <laughs> Defensive lineman is uh, Daniel Hunter for the Giants. Linebacker is Gay Jr. Willie Gay Jr. for the Giants. DB goes to Keanu Neal for the Falcons. And kicker is Will Lutz of the Giants. So that's it, man. We're going to uh, wrap this thing up, man, and flip it over to my boy, Grown Bo Nate, the leader of leaders. But other than that, man, it's been it's been real. It's been awesome. And as always, man, peace and love. Boy, yeah. And you're in the mix with Kinda Real Nate. Here's another OMFL production.
All right, what's good, everybody? I hope that you're having a good Sunday night. The Super Bowl just ended not long ago, and so hopefully you were in a good place, relaxed, a lot of food in your belly, and maybe the adult beverage of your choice in your belly, and you're relaxing for the night and ready to talk some OMFL because that's all I'm doing. Not a whole lot to add to what we talked about last time we were together, but I think it's a good time to talk about playoffs and how some of these matchups have changed a little bit. We can talk about some offensive and defensive award winners or potential award winners, award nominees, I should say, at the end of the season. And then uh, we can even talk a little NCAA. Uh, We can kind of talk about some of the things that are going around here, which is pretty much nothing. It's been pretty quiet. So hopefully you guys are in a good place. You're ready to join me tonight. Maybe we'll even do a live check-in to the Dallas game. I don't even know who they're playing. Let's go see. I know that they're playing right after this game. Is it like, uh, that's, I don't know. Um, is it Dallas and Minnesota? That's not it. What is it? Nothing posted. Terrible. Uh, nothing posted. Sim. Eagles Cowboys, that's what it is. Nothing posted except for one team. I think he's playing the CPU right now. And then nothing posted or something like that. Terrible. Uh, For us to be in the middle of one of the last seasons, not last seasons, but we got two more after this or whatever it is, uh, it's just not good. Not this deep, not this late in in this Madden that, that we got games not being posted. So... I heard the excuse about the Super Bowl, but that's not good enough. It, the Super Bowl just happened tonight, and we advanced three days ago, whatever it was. So two days ago. So we could have got those in. All right, let's get over here and talk about the playoffs. A couple of these matchups have changed, but my God, I know Penguins did it last week, but what is up with the AFC? We got a couple of changes here in the AFC with the Jaguars sneaking in with the seventh seed at six and eight. You heard me correctly. The Jaguars are at six and eight as the number seven seed. Can I please go over to the AFC? I want to go to the AFC. I may be a nine or ten win team and miss the playoffs, and we have a six and eight team in the playoffs over the AFC. What has happened to the AFC? I mean, D. Wayne leads you guys and leaves you guys is what I'm trying to say, and you guys forget how to play ball? Like, come on. we got to be better than that over in the AFC side. I think the Browns locked up their playoff uh, bid this season, so you get the Chiefs locked in, the Browns locked in. Patriots and Dolphins are just fighting for seeding, but both of those teams are in, and I think the Titans are locked in. So Steelers are still fighting for a spot, and the Jaguars are fighting for a spot. These will be some good matchups. And the team that I, I talked about that I think is going to be really, really good is the Tennessee Titans. I mean, Dawson really has that team rolling. He hung with D. Wayne what, four weeks ago, whatever that was, and he was right there in a really tight, close game. I think everybody in the AFC is potentially playing for second place because the the Penguin and the Chiefs are just too good and they're just playing that well. But, look, the Browns definitely have the running game to match it. The Titans have a running game to match it. I think his quarterback, we'll talk about it in a bit, but I think his quarterback is Offensive Rookie of the Year over here. And then the Patriots and Dolphins, two teams that – could beat just about anybody any given 
advance any time you get on the field. One of those teams could whip you if you're not ready to play. And to see that matchup for the third time could be really, really interesting in the AFC. Hopping over to the NFC, I have uh, fallen away. Lost one game to the Cardinals in a really tight, close game. Fourth and goal. Throw a pick because I just had nobody open. Had to take a chance. I was trying to throw it over the top, up high in the back of the end zone. He didn't. Flat throw picked off. So a close game with him. I think I lost by four. Um, and then the Buccaneers the very next week demolished me. I, I, he is playing out outstanding football right now. I mean, I was hoping the Panthers might be able to give him a run, but he put up 40 points on the Panthers. He put up like 36 on me, maybe more than that. I don't even remember. It's one of those games you want to wipe from your memory. And you can see the Washington football team starting to move up, and these will be some fun matchups. Uh, I think Big Hurt can give D. Wayne a run for his money. You see D. Wayne and D. Money have flip-flopped here, and so that's going to be pivotal because we could potentially see this game back in Arizona this year. And I don't like D. Money's hard enough to beat. I don't know if I'm going to go on the road and go play him at his house and try to beat him. Uh, and then you got the Falcons and uh, Washington football team. That would be an amazing matchup to be able to watch. And then can Trey pay back the OFL for what happened to him last year as he lost the game to the CPU uh, Cardinals uh, by a lot. And he, he, his, his award for this year, having a good season and winning his division, oh, he just gets to play arguably the third or fourth best team in the OFL and arguably one of the best defenses that we've ever seen assembled. Great, great matchups would be a whole lot of fun uh, to see here. I still, fingers crossed, hope that the Panthers can maybe get the Bucks or they stumble here. But anyway, I, I, I've built a team that I'm proud of. I think I can hold 90% of that team together, a good solid draft. I just got to fix some things and play better and uh, play better quarterback play. That's what's really, really holding me back. So it's a light crew tonight. I guess everybody was Super Bowl pulling it up and maybe not ready for the OMFL. And so whether you're at a Super Bowl party or went to a Super Bowl party, I hope that you're safe and had a good time. And hopefully you have a designated driver or you are a designated driver on your way home. But Nobody's talking to me in the chat, even though I see a handful of you here. I'd love to hear what you think about these matchups. Some of the ones that really, really intrigue me are potential matchups. Number one, Falcons, the football team, Patriots, and Dolphins. Like if this played out the way that we see it here, that would be some fun, fun matchups. Um, I think you could possibly see a Browns-Titans matchup. That would be a lot of fun. Two teams that run the ball really well, have really good quarterbacks, but oftentimes their quarterback play can cause them to let a game get out of way. And so can they really focus and, and stay in there? And then can anybody in the AFC? I mean, AFC, I'm looking at you. you got a 6-8 and eight team in the playoffs. Can anybody in the AFC give the Chiefs a run for their money? Because right now, I don't see it. Even though I really like the Titans, I like the Browns, Dolphins, and Patriots. These are all really good teams. Um, Steelers have been inconsistent. Brady hasn't been himself this entire season. I just don't see the team that can really stand up and give the Chiefs a run for their money. Titans are probably the closest team, in my opinion. They play the most consistent football. I've seen them against a top-tier team here in the Cowboys and give them a run for their money. So there's some potential there. 
you know, you, you could say the same about the NFC. Is Dallas going to be able to finally kill the ghost of D-Money? Because every time D-Money has been in the playoffs and been plugged in, he's been D-Wayne's downfall, whether they were matching up in the OMFL Bowl from the AFC-NFC side when D-Wayne was over with the Colts, or just whether it's trying to get to the playoffs from the NFC side for D-Wayne, D-Money has been that stumbling block for him. Can the Lions shake off what happened to them last year? We could potentially see um, like a Dallas Giants game, Dallas Lions game. Like those would be really good, fun matchups to be able to watch. And I know it's a long shot, but if I had to call like a dark horse from both of these sides, I don't know if you can call a number two team and the Titans a dark horse, but you can call a number six seed, the Washington football team, a dark horse. Could he go to Arizona, face his old team, and win that football game against the king of the OMFL? I don't know, but man, that would be a fun one to see. He would have to really stick to a game plan, find a game plan, and he'd have to really, really like stick it out and, uh, and not turn the ball over. Ross, I have no clue. Um, last I checked today, they didn't even get a post up. I, I ranted about that, I think, when we didn't have anybody on here. I don't understand why no one was making posts. I shouldn't say. I'm sorry. We had like three or four games that didn't have posts this week, and that's just unacceptable. So these could be some really good games. Smash is calling uh, Giants and Cardinals in the NFC Championship. It could be. Uh, it wouldn't shock me to see that happen, but to do that potentially, potentially, we'll spit it out here, the Giants would have to go through not only the Lions, that's not an easy victory, they might even have to go through the Dallas Cowboys all on the road and then face the Cardinals in that NFC. Man, I don't know. I'm not going to lie, Ross, that's one I really want to see as well. I'm going to I'm gonna get on both those guys. I, I got to. They're top-tier owners in this league, and uh, Penguins was moving this weekend, I think he said. And so you know, that happens, but you got to communicate that stuff, and you got to do a better job of saying something, and that's just not acceptable from either one of those guys. And so they have to be better, and they got to do better. Anyone who didn't post this past week, you got to do better and you got to be better. Some some potential really, really good um, matchups there uh, in both the AFC and NFC. I really see this come down to Cards, Chiefs, and then I think the Cardinals are going to win another one. Until someone actually beats this guy when he's paying attention and trying, I got to pick him. All right, let's go look at some stats and some potential um, award winners at the end of the season. My mic is way too hot. I don't know if y'all could hear that or not. But I could hear it. <laughs> All right. Let's get over here look at some stats because there's some interesting teams out here or some interesting players out here that have done some really good things. So we'll look at um, just like overall players first before we look at rookies. None of No rookies really at the top tier of this league, which I think is a good thing. I don't think it's a good thing when we see rookies step into this league. And I told Colin this when he used to run it on the board and when like MVP or Offensive Player of the Year and Rookie of the Year, it's just not a good thing. It's not a good thing to see. But Dwayne Haskins, 
We'll spit it out. I don't know what my problem is. My mouth and everything isn't wanting to work tonight. But Dwayne Haskins is my potential MVP player. Now, one could argue that Mahomes is really impressive. 33 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 74%. There has been a bit of a shadow, I guess you could say, slight gray around his gameplay because he will check the ball down, which is why we see such a high percentage from him. But you can't argue 33 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. 36 and 16 with this many more yards. I think it's, what, 600 more yards. I think that's better. I know that the percentage is lower, but 600 more yards, you get three more touchdowns. I'll take four more interceptions to be able to get there. And they get 17 sacks to 13 sacks. So both of these quarterbacks playing at super, super high level. But Dwayne Haskins is going to be my MVP vote if he continues this out for the rest of the season. I think you got to at least look at, at Dak Prescott, but those interception numbers are really high. A lot of interception numbers are really high. Those are the two quarterbacks that I think are head and shoulders above everyone else. And you look at rushing, you got to talk about Matt Burita is head and shoulders above everyone else as well. I mean, the closest guy here is Alvin Kamara at 11.56, Elliott 11.14, but he's playing right now. So that's probably going to be, who knows, maybe 12, 1,300, depending on how much he goes off. Cook at 1,100, McCaffrey breaking 1,000, Taylor breaking 1,000. Eckler breaking 1,000, Little, Barkley, and McFarland all over 1,000. But Breed is way up there. Six yards a carry, 1,476 yards, and 10 break tackle. Uh, I'm sorry, 10 touchdowns. This is the number I was looking for. That's an amazing season for a running back. And I think that you have to give it some real questioning. Can he break 2,000 yards this year? He might be able to, too, if he has a couple of solid games. It's going to be a bit of a stretch. I mean, you're talking about two massive games, but it's not totally out of the ordinary to be able to see, you know, Ross do this with Matt Breda. So really good season from him. you got to look at Elliott, though. He's going to get some votes. He's much lower in the yards and the yards per carry. The average isn't too much lower, but 16 touchdowns. I mean, he's almost doubled the touchdowns as Burita and Kamara and just about everybody else. And so you've got to give that a nod. And I know this guy's not going to get any votes or even be up there, but it's good to see Colin with a good running game here. 14 touchdowns from Eckler, 1,045 yards. It's good to see him establishing a run game. It's going to make him really dangerous as we move into season 95. Nope, that's not what I'm going to do. Looking at the receiving, no rookies really shine, but man, look at McCall Hardman. 103 catches. He's going to break... 2,000 yards. He's got 18 touchdowns. McLaurin here, 85 for 16 with 19 touchdowns. Those two guys are just having hells of a year. I know that Devontae Adams has a really good year, 85-17. But if you go look at Rodgers' interception numbers and you see him, right, he's just pumping the ball to him. He's just trying his best to get Adams the ball. These two are much more impressive stats. Kirkland Hyde having a great season. Michael Thomas having a great season. Keenan Allen, who was on the trading block this season, so somebody really missed out on a very good receiver. And you see Vincent right up there close to Keenan Allen. So Chargers doing what the Chargers normally do and making sure those receivers are up there. But if we're talking about 
the Chiefs and the Washington football team with quarterbacks who are head and shoulders of of everyone else. Then you got to say the same thing about Hardman and McLaurin. Both of these guys have been heads and shoulders above everyone else with these touchdowns. These touchdown numbers are crazy. I don't even know. I need to go look. I don't even know uh, if they're going to break the LMFL record for receiving touchdowns in a season because they've been really good. Here's my one little mini rant because I know I moved my right tackle to center and did some flip-flopping last season. And my center is uh, having like four pancakes a game now. Like he's 99 overall and almost everything. Got stupid ram check. But they, they don't um, look at the stats for – uh, pancakes and that sucks because the only thing we have to go by is sacks and downs played and then the team stats of yards and and that just stinks that we don't have those pancake stats because I think my guy would be really far up there um, this records kind of anybody that's gotten any snaps at all this season but you gotta look at these two guys having amazing seasons I mean they played every snap for their team and they've given up no sacks from the right side that's pretty impressive. Bush, Burks, Davis Gaither, Willie Gay, outstanding season for all of these guys. Gay has been really impressive on the defensive side of the ball. For me, top five in tackles. Uh, he's got eight tackles for a loss, only half a sack, but nine interceptions on the season with 10 deflections. He's going to be in the upper portion of this league in interceptions across all players, not just linebackers. And so that's a really, really great season for him. Um, and Bush is just flying all over the field, as well as Oren Burks, playing really well for the Packers. Look at the sacks, man. Danielle Hunter. I don't know what he had to give up to get him, but it wasn't worth it. If for the Vikings to lose this caliber of a player – for I'm assuming a good player and a first or something like that. It's going to be a low first, as we probably know. This guy's had an amazing season. Probably going to be your front runner for defensive player of the year and may even get some votes for MVP if he gets scooted into that discussion. We never see a lot of those discussions. Uh, well, I guess because we just do owner MVP. We don't do player MVP. But this guy is having a, an amazing season for the Giants and has been a catalyst for that amazing defensive line that just puts pressure on you from start to finish. Nick Bosa, a great season. Chase Young, really playing well. He is a, the catalyst for a very good the Washington football team. Um, Ekubon showing that, yeah, I mean, it's not 32 or whatever it was a couple of seasons ago. I think the change in stats have changed him a little bit, but still having a really, really good season. And then you got four interception leaders. Six, I guess, if you put Glenn and Gay in there. These guys are playing great. I mean, you got Neil, Harrison, Matthew, Okudua. Okuda? I don't know. Probably messing that up. Good chance I'm messing that up. But these are great players, and they're having really outstanding seasons. Rodney Harrison has kind of always been there for the Browns, and now that you're seeing them win, I think he's going to get more and more attention. Kenyon and Neil. 
He's just playing great for the Falcons. He just makes plays back there. Good to see Matthew still making plays. And then I, I've already spread my love about Willie Gay, Doug Glenn. I mean, this guy was defensive rookie of the year, of the year two seasons ago, or last season, uh, and just playing really great football. And he's right back at it again uh, this year. Uh, nothing super interesting to look at kicks or punts. Uh, Dallas has this guy 32 of 34. I mean, hands down, probably the best kicker in the league right now, just playing really good. And, I mean, who gets excited about punters? Uh, I don't think anybody does. Look at a couple of rookies um, right here. Holcomb, Derek Holcomb. I don't even know what pick he was. Let's see. 70 overall? Is that what that said? Holy cow, that's even more impressive. Uh, let's look at where he was drafted. Oh, so pick number 16. So I think he was the third quarterback that came off the books, and he's having an outstanding season. I mean, he's top, what is it, top seven, top ten in yards. Uh, he's 61%, so he's over 60%. He's got more touchdowns than interceptions. This other guy here uh, for the Titans, where yet? Here we go. Kerry Hendricks, he's the second quarterback taken. Another amazing quarterback. The guy that's kind of get my rookie of the year in the offset. Offensive side of the football, 72% is amazing. 3,252 yards, 25 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. That's going to put him in the upper portion of this league in total QBR. Do we even have QBR? Let's see. Yeah, we got rating. Um, I hate that it puts all of these guys that just got any plays. But you got Mahomes, number one. You got Haskins, two. Beasley, stupid. <laughs> this guy's like... What is he? 70 overall. Uh, and then Hendricks right there. So he's in the in the top five. Rushing, some good running backs, but nobody over 1,000 yards. I think we got two of them back-to-back -back from the Jets. Who was it? The Jets? Oh, yeah, Jets and Rams. There we go. Um, is that really all that? I don't know why. I thought we had some guys that were closer uh, but clearly, I'm wrong. Yeah, Jets and Rams. Um, so two running backs having decent seasons, but nobody gets super excited about in Nicholas uh, Patton and Randall Parrish. Seven, uh, six touchdowns and seven touchdowns, respectively. 5.3 is really, really good. But, I mean, he's got a great running back over here in, in Ty Gurley. And so for a backup player, he's doing really, really well. And then receiving, we've got some potential guys, but but again, nobody like in the top 10, which I think is a really good thing for the league. Where are we at? I know we're seeing, here we go. Steve, Steve Bigsby. There we go. I don't know why I can't spit names out of my mouth at 10 o'clock at night, but I can't. Steve Bigsby is playing great for a guy that has a team with McLaurin, who is the you know top two receiver in the entire league. And this guy's still throwing in 68 catches. He's going to break 1,000 yards. He'll break 75 catches. He's got over eight touchdowns. He might break 10 touchdowns. He's going to get some votes for offensive rookie of the year. I just think that the quarterback for the Titans uh, has played much better in Holcomb. 
Roman Reese here, 65 for 9-11. So a couple of receivers are going to break 1,000 yards. The running backs were not really that great this past draft. And this coming draft, we're probably going to see quarterbacks who don't play that well. So we're probably not going to see a lot of quarterbacks in the upper portion of this league in anything. Sachs, you got a couple guys that are fairly close to the top here. Zach Hayes at nine and a half. So he's got uh, 49 total tackles from the right side, 13 tackles for loss, and nine and a half sacks. I think there was one other guy up here. There we go. Zach Baldwin, who I played against, really good player, 46 tackles, seven tackles for a loss, three sacks. And then looking at a couple interception leaders, it, this is where your best defensive players are going to be. They come from the free safety and strong safety position, I think. We got Lionel Johnson right outside linebacker. He's got 71 tackles, one sack, 10 tackles for a loss, and six interceptions. So playing really well for the Browns. And I know that we have, here we go, Cole Keys. I think there's one other guy up here. Yeah. Uh, Gil Bettis. So Cole Keys and Gil Bettis both with six interceptions, and you'll see both of those guys get a couple of votes for Defensive Player of the Year. And that's basically it. And we can go look at um, what do we want to look at? Let's go look at the mailbag. I think we got one mailbag question. So let's go look at the mailbag. We'll talk. Uh, we'll go do a live check-in if we can. I haven't done that on PlayStation 5 yet, but we'll do a live check-in. And then uh, we can talk a little NCAA. So let's go. Uh, let's go hop off over here. I don't know why it does that little jump. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, let's see. Trey says, biggest surprise this season. Trey, that is a wide open question. So unless you're here to give some qualifying statements, I'm not going to take that because biggest surprise is that I gained 35 pounds over the... No, I don't know how much I gained. I, I've gained some weight, but not that much. Um, I, I, biggest surprise uh, that we're still doing COVID a year later. That doesn't count. Um, so you got to give me some qualifying statements of what that means. Um, who do you think has been the best overall player at each position? I'm assuming that we mean Madden player, um, since he said each position, Nate. That's probably pretty a good assumption. I've already kind of given some of my love about the quarterbacks, but I think those are the most impressive numbers you see here. I'm going to give the nod to Haskins, but I think you're splitting hairs between Haskins and Mahomes, and it's like, what do you value the most? Haskins has taken less sacks because he checks it down more, which is why his percentage is higher, but he's got less yards. He's also got a better touchdown to interception ratio, but you got more touchdowns and more yards from Haskins. I got to go Haskins with the quarterback position, but it, 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 you're splitting hairs there between those two guys. Rushing, hands down, it's Matt Breida. I mean, Ross, you've done an amazing job. This is what you are. This is who you are. You're a great runner, and you've got a great running back, and you've built a really good team over there. And it looks like since our last press pass live, you've really turned it up like you've turned the corner there and you've started to really play some good football McCole Hardman I mean how can you argue with 103 catches the nearest guy is 85 
he's going to break 2,000 yards. He's probably going to break 2,500 yards. And this guy's got 18 touchdowns. He'll break 20 touchdowns. Just crazy season uh, for for Hardman and the Giants. Either one of these guys for the offensive line have played really, really great. I mean, 729 snaps for a team that's played with a top-rated quarterback, top-rated receiver, I think a top-10 running game. Maybe not. Where's the, where's the, the Washington football team? Yeah, you got a uh, top-12 um, running game. He's going to get my nod. Uh, but, again, splitting hairs because David DeCastro has played really amazing for the Steelers. And then when you look at the defense, um, I guess you got to start with sacks. Hands down, it's going to be Danielle Hunter, defensive line-wise, even if you stood him up and put him at outside linebacker because this guy could do that in a 3-4. An amazing season. And it's good to see our sack numbers fairly realistic. I, I think that's a really good thing. You just look at, like, tackles from, like, a, a middle linebacker perspective – Books or books, Bush or Burks. I've mixed those two together and called them books. I like what Owen Oren Burks has done just because he's playing on a bad football team and he's still putting up really, really good stats. And with the interceptions, he would kind of get my nod, but splitting hairs there with Devin Bush. And then you look at the cornerback and safety position. Um, I mean, how can you argue anything with the Lions are doing? I mean, you got two guys in the top 10, top six, one, two, three, four, five, six, top six of the interceptions uh, category. I mean, you got to give them a nod, right? Like they know what they're doing and they know how to build really good players over there in Detroit. Both of these guys are stupid young as well. Really good defense there that he's built in Detroit. Um uh, you got to like what Neil has done. You got to like what Matthew's done. These are really good players. And I think Willie Gay's got to get some type of conversation there. Nine interceptions, eight tackles for a loss, over 100 tackles total. This guy's just flying around the field and playing some really good football. So that kind of gives you an idea of, of what I think it's going to be um, for some of my best players at, at the position. I'm going to do a quick refresh. No, no other questions. Um, so thanks, Trey, for submitting the second one. I don't know what the heck you meant with the first one. Let's talk in sleep, Dalai. Blah, 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 I don't know what it is, but I get on these things. I'm trying to think about everything I got to talk about. Can't drink a lot because I don't even get to take a breath. There's no commercials. There's nobody else here talking. So my mouth goes dry. I'm trying to spit things out coherently and articulate, and I can't do it. My mouth just says, nope, I'm not going to work. I'm shutting it down. And then I feel like I talk too slow, and then I try to talk faster, and then I all together. Let's do, let's see if we do a live check-in. I don't know if I can or not. Uh, how do I do a live check-in? PlayStation Now? Nope. That's not what I want. I have no games in this thing. Explore? Nope. 
This used to be way easier. Let's do this. Let's go game. Nope. Where my friends? Where my friends at? I need friends. I'm so lost. I'm not even gonna remotely lie. I'm completely lost with how to do this on PlayStation 5. Right here. Oh yeah, that's right. You just gotta go down. Y'all know who is streaming? Friend request. I don't know who that is. Somebody find out who is streaming the Dallas game. Minecraft. Who the hell plays Minecraft? Is he finished? Is that game done? Uh... Penguins. What happened with your game? Is it because you was moving? Is there any games live right now? Come on, let's go look. Hold on, we'll go to full cam. Do we have any live games? Uh, Cobe, are you here? Are you in here, Cobe? I just seen your just seen your message. I guess there's no live games. That's sad. I'm just gonna do a little live game check-in. Uh, let's talk NCAA before we get out of here. Um, so yeah, the news of NCAA dropped, which is awesome. Uh, Kobe, I don't know if I want to play. It's ten thirty. <sighs> Screw it. I guess we'll play Kobe. So. Let me wrap this show up, and and then we'll uh, we'll find out where the advance is, and and we'll get it. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, we got to get a post up there. I told the guys I was going to get on you, and I got to get on you and D Money. I mean, he wasn't moving, so I don't know what the hell his excuse was. But you guys got to get a post up. I mean, you gotta you gotta tell him. You gotta take two seconds to send a. A message to let the board know you were moving something, but um, yeah, we got to be better. More is expected from two championship coaches. I feel like I'm, I need to do yoga just to scratch my back here. So yeah, NCAA news drop. Everybody's super excited. I think the excitement needs to the brakes need to be pumped a little bit just because um, penguins. If you can find or any board member that's here, I don't know if. Penguins even has availability. If you can find out uh, if I can advance us, I'll, I'll get us advanced. I just I need to know what to set if things are not set. 
But anyway, NCAA news dropped, and it's super great for the guys who love that game. I was always kind of on the fence. Some years I'd buy it, some years I won't. Kind of the same way with MLB The Show. You know, some years I'll buy it, some years I won't. I played in a couple online leagues. They just felt super cheesy to me. I mean, the game itself isn't made to be like it's it's made to be like a free-for-all just do whatever and what happens is guys just get really fast players and they just play triple option or option game or just send everybody deep and run it just wasn't fun from like a strategic strategy chess game type of situation it was fun because you could just play with college players and the recruiting had some fun elements and just get out there and and just have fun with it. Um, I, they had some super cool elements. The one element that I wish would have came over to Madden was the shaky camera. So if you had like a freshman quarterback playing like on the road or something, and he had like low awareness, the crowd would cause your controller to rumble until the snap, and then your camera was shaky. And when you looked at the routes, some of the routes would be wrong. And so if you didn't know what the route was supposed to be, it would actually tell you the wrong route. I love that aspect. I think having, you know, quarterbacks awareness make some of those things be a thing would be super cool and awesome. But the recruiting was not fine against other users. It wasn't like in a a user league. just wasn't that enjoyable because guys could use like gimmicky things to to get an advantage and then the actual playing of the game i personally didn't enjoy against the cpus like fired up single player mode totally loved it i played those ton of fun uh, i like that you could start off as a i always did like the my player type mode where you start off in high school and then work your way up and played that was a ton of fun i i enjoyed doing that but in a league just not my thing and for those who love it that's awesome. Like, I hope that you, if, if you don't want to play Madden anymore, that you go find a league that, you know, you're excited about. I have no interest in finding an NCAA league to add here. Probably just out of spite because I just, the fanboydom, this is what I don't get. It's made by the same company, the exact same company. Let me say that slower and louder for those in the back. The exact same company makes the game. It's going to be exactly the same. They, they may have some nuances that are different, but an animated base game that's got the problems and the bugs is exactly what you're going to get for NCAA. It's the exact same company. Okay? So now that we're all on the same page about that, maybe we can take it down a few notches. And those of you who think you're firing it up in August, I personally hate to break your heart, but from everything I've read and seen, even from like the head honcho, you're two years, maybe three years from getting this game. And when I say two years, I mean like August is a, like in your August would be year one. The next August of 2022 year two so i think it's an august 22 or august 23 launch uh, because they have a a lot to figure out penguins if you can find out if i need to set anything because i don't know anything i i just i don't pay attention so if i need to set something let me know that um so anyway i think guys are a couple years away from playing a great game and but this 
same thing that you have here, unless they change directions as a company, it's not going to change. You're going to have some type of mode over there that's a pay-to-play, like MUD. It's how they make their money. They're going to come up with something over there. You're going to have a My Player mode, and those modes are going to get most of the attention. It's just not going to be... Um, it's just not going to be the same experience as those old games. It's never going to be physics-based. It's just not. EA runs on a certain platform. They have a certain foundation. Can you confirm for me, Penguins? Please, pretty please, because I just I don't need anybody to yell at me. Um, it's always going to be animated-based. I don't... I mean, there's a, yeah, I, I don't know how it all works. I just know that if it was easy to be non-animated-based game, they would go that route. But there's a reason that it's animated-based from long-term projects of where they're going with the game to the, uh, the engines that they build these games on. It's always going to be animated-based. And so... You're getting the exact same game. It's going to have college teams on it. It's going to have the cool things that college has. It's going to be different. That's why it's called, uh, it's not called NCAA football. It's called Madden College Football, which is cool. But I just don't think it's going to be what guys remember. Just like when I look back to like Madden 02 on PC, I look back on that game fondly. Madden 25. Like I look back on some of those games really fondly because of what they were. And it's, easy to compare those two but it's it, they're not comparable it's different technology it's a different game it's a different it's a, everything's different and so look more power to those who are super excited about it and if again brady said it is the it was going to be the end of the lmfl it won't be um i will be the end of the lmfl <laughs> that's what ultimately this summer is going to be the deciding point not ncaa i I look forward to the game because I'll probably play it offline single player mode and do some fun content with it. The drafts, like um, kids uh, leaving as seniors and being able to take that roster and import it, you used to be able to do that, was super cool. But um, yeah, I, it's not going to be the end of the OMFL. So we'll see. I hope that you guys enjoy it. I'm glad that they're excited. Uh, somewhere, Ducks is. is uh, it's popping champagne bottles and, and throwing big parties over it. But I don't think, personally, everything I see in red, it shouldn't be expected that you are going to get a game this year. It's going to be a 2022 or maybe, you know, if they do like a late release, like a, a November, December type situation, maybe you get a game this year. But um, I don't know, man. It seems like it's going to be rushed because they got a lot of like logistical legal things to figure out and and then they're starting from scratch they literally have to build a team and they're just starting from scratch i think you're a year or two before you see a really good game okay cool all right well i'm gonna go ahead and uh get us out of here it's been a, a quiet night i'm assuming because of the the super bowl but it's been fun i've got some cool ideas for our omfl bowl this year and for our draft and so hopefully you'll see some some new overlay some new ideas um 
I was inspired by what Madden did with the Pro Bowl. And, and so I've got some ideas in my head about things that we can do here. So I'm going to be making some changes. So thanks for hanging out with me tonight, guys. Um, a lot of love for me to you. I hope they're having a, a really great weekend. I'm going to go ahead and put a bow on the show, get us advanced. Give me a few minutes to get my head on straight code. I'll fire this thing back up, and then you and I can can play some ball. And then just kind of one last little thought for me to you um, of some things that I've been talking about. My online service today for Home Church was all about being in community and just kind of the power of being connected to other people. And there's this really cool story or, or sharp book in the Bible called Philippians. It's a letter that Apostle Paul wrote to the church in Philippi, Philippi, whatever, you know what I'm talking about, Philippi. And he just, you can hear how much like he loved that community. And he talks about some things really specifically in there. And But one of them that we've talked a lot about at, at, in my community right now is is we've been talking about mental health and so a lot of what we've been talking about comes from philippians chapter 4 where paul says think on these things whatever is true whatever is honorable excellence like he tells us a specific thing or set of things that we should be setting our minds up to intentionally think about and i think that's just a great concept to add to anything in your life whether it's your personal relationships, the relationships that you have here in the OMFL as a community and as a league, um, in, in your professional life. Like people, you know, young generations, will, you know, ask me kind of about, you know, growing and, and I've got some young professionals and young men and women in my life that I mentor. It's not hard. It's not going to be your education. It's not going to be some great project that you take over. It's going to be can you build a really great relationships with the people above you and the, and the people with you? And can you work really, really hard? If you can show up every day, be dependable, and you can build really great relationships, then you're going to get promotions and opportunities to make more money in life because life is pretty simple. It is relationship Base. And if you can be a really good relationship builder in a, an intentional and authentic way, it can bless and grow your life in a lot of di different aspects. And, and Paul in Philippians tells us a certain set of things that we can be thinking about that sets our mind in the right direction. And when your mind is going in the right direction, your internal person, your spiritual self, your mental self, those things align together. They're positive. They're moving in the right direction. And what's inside of you now is created on the outside of you. There's these really good, awesome research being done right now that actually shows about coaching and coaching environments, that negative coaching environments, the yelling, the screaming, the cussing, kind of some of the stuff that we see, you know, Nick Saban and, and you know, some of the stuff that almost gets glorified as like being tough and being hard. And we kind of wear that as a badge of honor that we look how tough we were but that it actually has physical responses in your body and it actually closes in your peripheral vision and positive coaching in a healthy environment actually opens up your peripheral vision and you actually see more, see quicker and see better. And so physically, 
positive coaching, a positive mindset allows you to see things better on the court, on the field, and in what you're doing. The same for life. You can see things in your life clearer and better whenever your mental mind is in a more positive direction. So anyway, I hope that's a blessing. Check out the spiritual channel. You can watch that sermon. And uh, let me go ahead and wrap this up, get us advanced, and uh, then go play Cope. I love you guys. I hope you have a really great week. Football's over. COVID is not. That means we got to really hunker down and focus. I do expect this summer things are going to start to open back up and we're probably going to have to take a quicker break than normal. Just, or you know, probably have a side league going or something, maybe PlayStation 5 league and maybe some comp. Or I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. But probably have to have something on the side going, give the OMFL, the normal stuff, a break because we've been shut up for a year and come the summer, people are going to want to be outside. So we'll play that by ear. But thanks for hanging out with me this week, praying for you, love you. Let's uh, get this thing to the playoffs and uh, get off to OMFL Bowl 94. Is that what we're in? I don't know, but you know. All right, guys, we'll see you.